Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about Louis. We need to talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Mum's Work and Chaos with me, Louise. They say it takes a village to raise a child, so let me help you build yours. During this journey, I'll be learning about everything from neurodiversity in children's literature through to body image post-pregnancy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mums, Work and Chaos. Today, I am joined by one half of my favourite podcast, Got To Be Done. So um, (laughs) today I'm joined by Mary Bolling. So at the beginning of your podcast... Um, you do your own little version of the bluey jingle, <laughs> which we I do. absolutely love. I've listened uh, to you yes. since the first podcast, and hearing it in its raw form to what it's turned into today is brilliant. But you start by explaining that you binge watch your average Netflix show and you need to talk to someone about it, and you guys need to talk to someone about bluey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And look, that, that that was, I think, one of the first things we ever said when we started recording Got to Be Done. And it's still true today. <laughs> Kate and I uh, talk about Bluey when we're not recording the podcast. <laughs> this is how entrenched this show has become in our chaotic mum lives. So yes, it's, yeah, much like the title of your podcast, Louise, uh, I think it's very relatable. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So both of you are mums, both of you are ex-journalists, and both of you are crazy Bluey fans, which is fantastic. But I mean, I think you started this, it's become like a community now, hasn't it? You've got your regular listeners who all like email in and comment on things and send you stuff and and it was would you say the starting point was really trying to find your bluey tribe really I think it's actually a really good way to put it because it's it's that way with something when you find something new that you love you're kind of sort of looking over your shoulder a bit like is anyone else is anyone else seeing this is are people <laughs> like noticing what we're noticing and you're looking for um you know the debrief yes but you almost become that evangelist, like this is so good and uh, doesn't always happen with kids' TV. So I think yeah. that was the real catalyst for us, that we um, had been in the mum game for long enough to know that grinding teeth through kids' TV was a not uncommon <laughs> occurrence. So to have this uh, Australian show about a family yeah. of gorgeous dogs land in our laps and... Um, yeah, uh, as you know, we were. I was on maternity leave with my second uh, little one when Bluey first hit our screens, and uh, Kate had two and has gone on to have another. Um, yeah, I think it was just we were very much we're the kind of people that look for tribe anyway, but having yeah. something so joyful to tribe over, I think, was really freeing because tribing over parenting can get very stuck in the the groans of, oh, another terrible night. Uh, And, you know, plenty of adorableness in there. But, yeah, 
finding tribe over Bluey was just inherently joyful. I think that's the thing as well is that you're either, you're right, you're either in that clique of, oh, I had an awful night or, oh, I was up 10 times or, oh, we had so many poo explosions, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Or you end up in the tribe of, oh, Jonathan's gained so much more weight than Isabel, blah, blah, blah. And he's taken uh, to the bottom so much easier. And it's, it's all of that stuff. And I hated it. I I was I was that mum on maternity leave with my first who was the hot mess mum. I was always late to everything. <laughs> I uh-huh. I was the one who turned up in the 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 biker jacket and the ripped jeans and uh and and the you know half half my face done because that was all I could manage and (laughs) and the others I just felt like I didn't quite fit in they were all the NCT mums who were all like you know they'd they'd already formed those friendships and I turned up to Mm. classes and I wouldn't know anyone and see you know my my kid was always the one who wanted to feed halfway through and then nap I didn't mix half the class it was just like why did they time it so perfectly so yeah but when I, I came across you on Instagram mm-hmm. after watching Bluey with uh, my now six-year-old, almost seven, and we both were laughing so much. It was amazing. It was something we could watch together that wasn't the same as, you know, Peppa Pig or Dougie or anything like that. Like, Peppa's all right. Dougie we loved because it was about exploring and playing and things like that but Bluey gave us some ideas for games and things that we could play together and Mm. and I think sometimes finding that connection um especially when you've you've gone through that blue period straight after and trying to find that type you know that way to connect with your child I honestly thought that it, it was it was great to find Bluey but equally like finding you guys and being able to listen to the debrief (laughs) and brief is the wrong word because it is not brief (laughs) yeah our episodes like kind of come in at an hour of deep deep analysis now and and we love it (laughs) but this is the thing was like you know you you guys delved into the the cinematography of of the episodes and they are really scenic and in and you know some some episodes have are oh, especially like um the creek I absolutely love the artistry of the creek mm, and, yes. and the music that goes along with that and hearing you guys talking about it and explaining like like the you know the the different uh classical um sort of inspiration and, and stuff behind some of the 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 music with the music yeah yeah brilliant and and I I feel like I'm actually like learning more (laughs) being introduced to more of the Australian-ness as well with the oh what are they Uh, what's they called bin chickens is it (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah bin chicken is the only name for these uh particular Australian birds maybe you could call it an ibis but yeah I think kids around the world know now know it's a bin chicken and um (laughs) Yeah, you can't argue with you can't argue with the the next generation. <laughs> but um, you guys have, uh, you know, as well as delving into the episodes and, and giving your own analysis, have been really fortunate to 
now have that in with Ludo, haven't you? The creators of Bluey. And so you've actually spoken to the likes of Joe Brum, the creator of Bluey, as well as yes. Josh Bush. Uh, <laughs> and, look, and you recently had Jazz Darcy on as well, didn't you? So Yeah. And look, it's so it's not something we ever set out to do, like when we started recapping. We didn't we did it because we were two mums with not much time on our hands, but enough to know this was something we wanted to do. And um, it was very much a just dive in and see where it takes us. But I think we were lucky in that no one else was doing it at that point. Like Bluey hadn't even had much press. So when we sort of popped our little uh, heads above the parapet with our, uh, you know, underwhelming mic technique (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just yeah raging enthusiasm and children vomiting their interruptions into our laps uh yeah I think um I yeah I think we popped onto the radar at Ludo pretty quickly and uh it's quite obvious that while the seven minutes of Bluey is so polished so much thought goes into it weeks and weeks and weeks of animation and music composition and and even the the sound design capturing the birds in the background of Brisbane um yeah and they are I would say they're all very uh have a very perfectionist approach they want to put out the best quality piece of television they can which is not always the case again for children's tv um yeah that our podcast was almost the opposite of that, <laughs> but I like to think it was more in line with the chaos that Bandit and Chili experience in most every episode. Um, and yeah, that I think uh, we weren't necessarily intentionally going for that chaos, but that's what uh, that's where it landed. And I think, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I wouldn't say Ludo took pity on us that might actually be the case now that I say it out loud but it was lovely that yeah um Joe Brum was so generous like he, we've chatted to him three times now as different series have dropped of Bluey and yeah and really like I I feel like that could just you know we could check in every six months and have just a laundry list of questions a mile long to ask <laughs> because every new Every new episode of Bluey that comes along, but also um, even just on rewatching and rewatching, more questions pop up. It really does. There's so much in the parenting and the play and the pop culture references and just the philosophy yeah. that uh, really, I don't think we realised it when we started, but uh, yes, it's it's lucky we have nothing but uh, airtime to discuss it in. <laughs> It's funny that you mentioned the philosophy as well around it because there's there's a lot in especially when they're at kindy with with Calypso there's mm-hmm. there's all those references to the gnomes um yes. and everything as yeah. well isn't there and so that's that's a style re- reference isn't it Well yeah and look that's what we kind of deduced and a lot of a lot of the theories we come up with, I should say, as well, Louise, it's not as though we're fact-checking them with anyone. <laughs> if we get something completely wrong, maybe someone from Ludo will kind of nudge us gently in the right direction. Um, but, yeah, we sort of just started, you know, on the Google machine to try and work out some of those references. And now there were 
hundreds of different Reddits and Facebook groups and, uh, yeah, just, you know, forums where this is being debated, what what different aspects of Bluey means. And we feel like we might have a bit of a head start, but we're absolutely not the, you know, um, not the oracles on this either. We're, we're guessing a lot and that's that's part of the fun. And even when we have spoken to um, Joe Brum about things like um, in the show, whether whether the the moment between Bandit and Chili is a nod to um, pregnancy loss and, and what they might have experienced. He's, yeah. you know, keen to keep it very open because he understands that so many different viewers bring their own perspective to the show and he wants them to be able to interpret it for what means the most to them, yeah. which is a, a smart way to do it but also just a really kind of inclusive, beautiful way to storytell as well. I think that's the thing as well was like there there are particular episodes that really hit hard as a parent as well aren't there and and Mm. I think that the one where um where we see Chili struggling at the beginning um and and really maybe finding that connection with Bluey at the very beginning a little tricky and navigating that that really sung to me especially when mm. she sat down with with Coco and, and 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 Coco just explains that you can only do your best and that she's got like 97 billion children <laughs> and this is why <laughs> she knows <laughs> but it's 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 those moments where they have have that you know adult interaction but mm. then equally like the moments where Bluey and Bingo actually come to the realization that adults play even though they don't maybe think they're playing and yes. we see that in stump fest as well don't we where where the the men are, <laughs> are busy trying to get rid of uh, this, this tree stump and getting tree stump sweaty the for the ladies yeah look it's that episode is so much fun and yeah i think what Louis does in including parent to child dynamics and parent to parent dynamics. Mm. Um, yeah, I hadn't seen in a kid's show before. And, you know, I guess an obvious comparison is The Simpsons, which, yeah. uh, you know, captures the whole of family life, but a very different kind of family life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably a bit like The Simpsons, actually, the other big difference in Bluey to other kids' shows is, yes, you know, you're usually going to end on a sweet moment, a funny moment, all those kind of things. Um, but it also doesn't shy away from the fact that life is not all sweet, funny, saccharine, and, you know, it highlights the the bingo in hospital, the, the yeah. challenges people have in life, and that's what makes it those are the things that people really relate to as well and you know not always as dramatic as that just just a sleepless night can be pretty full-on and traumatic (laughs) (laughs) when you're in the the the, uh front lines of you know early childhood uh so yeah to acknowledge that it's hard um yeah I think it took us a while to realize it but we love Bluey because it makes us feel seen I think I think that's that's so true. I think that's the thing is that you can 
I've I've really found, especially with my eldest, like we Mm -hmm. both be watching the same episode, but both be watching something completely different. So true, yes. Like I'm paying attention to what's happening with with Chili and Bandit and, and the way they interact with their kids. And she's seeing that she can she can play, you know, hot lava or she can play grannies or something mm-hmm. like that and 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 or come up with ideas for games we can play together. Like um she absolutely loves it when she's on the swing playing Come Here Go Away. <laughs> you know oh things my gosh. like that yeah simple things and this literally ends up being a five minute game but it's something that she can relate to something funny she's watched and recreate in real life and she absolutely loves that and and it's and it's not like you know jarring for us oh, it's, it's, it's not forced is it yeah it's it's <laughs> completely natural that of course they're kind of mimicking these adorable dogs that they see on the screen but because the play of the healers I feel can go in any direction and get so chaotic it kind of gives the kids license to take it in any direction as well like you couldn't just recreate a game you see on Bluey because it you know it gets so wild that you've really just got to make it wild yourself and and that's what kids are gonna do anyway but um yeah it's it's kind of the the license to chaos (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, think, I think another thing that we probably took away as adults, both me and my husband, was mm. that, you know, the chaos only lasts a short time when they're playing. They'll have this. In the episode or in your life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like you just got to let them get on with it. Uh, you know, don't have a go at them. Don't interrupt the play. Let the play continue and fizzle out on its own. And then it's tidy up. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's... Um, it's just one of those things it's I think it's definitely made all of us a bit more patient as well Mm. and I think you know we're both busy parents but we both work from home so like during the summer holidays during half term um breaks from school we're we're always here and so Mm -hmm. you know it means that they can be getting on with stuff we take turns to work and, and things like that as well and it it means that I feel like being at home means we have a bit more freedom as a family as well. But um, yeah, it's not, it's not anything new since lockdown. I've worked from home for the last eight years. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, but that it, 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 it's funny, isn't it? Like, I I think one of the things that, that really hit, hit home with me a couple of weeks ago was my two year old started wanting to play bluey games as well and uh-huh. like she'd, she'd been watching uh she'd been watching grannies with the eldest yep. and they came in with their blankets on and they were recreating oh. grannies and they literally came into the kitchen while I was doing the washing up and grabbed a tin of beans from the cupboard okay right so that's... that Rita could slip over on her beans ah <laughs> uh, that is some method acting right there like props to your kiddo <laughs> oh my god this is brilliant they're actually playing together there's this four-year age gap and sometimes sometimes you get this crossover and it's beautiful and you know the idea of actually having to get beans out the cupboard so that Rita mm-hmm. could slip over her <laughs> <It was just laughs> there's no other way yeah um 
And then they had to get uh, dad involved as a bus driver. It was brilliant. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's a really good point. You know, like obviously six and two is not cross-generational and, you, you know, within a family setting, you'd hope, be hoping they'd play together. But, um, you know, we have uh, friends, um, you know, who have older kids and, uh, you know, 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds will play Bluey games with my kids who are six yeah. and four. And we hear from so many um, people who don't have kids who watch Bluey and listen to the podcast. And it might be to kind of debrief from, a well, not debrief, but wind down from a, spe- a stressful job or it yeah. might be to connect with their nieces and nephews or um, or just because they really love good storytelling and kind of want to take something optimistic and kind and hopeful out of their screen time um but yeah that's it's opening up connection and like you know pretty obvious I've been uh talking about bluey non-stop for four years I'm pretty in deep but I have a bluey tattoo as well uh of, I know. Um, bingo at the water bubbler from the episode bike and just the the number of people from across generations across different culture groups so many people will just stop in their tracks when they see my bingo tattoo and that oh wow like I love that show and um yeah it's uh it makes me very happy I'm thinking of getting more bluey tattoos (laughs) (laughs) well I I have a couple myself including uh, a fairy bunny on my shoulder oh okay um when I got that that was a bit like my kids were like you have you have a fairy bunny on your shoulder. I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, wow. And it was it, it was after that where I thought, if I can get a fairy bunny on my shoulder, what would stop me getting a bluey tattoo? <laughs> after, exactly. you know, after seeing yours as well and, uh, and stalking your Instagram and hearing it on the podcast and, and everything as well, because you actually recorded that as an episode, didn't you? Um, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> forgotten that this is how deep I am I started from the beginning and I've worked my way forward that is commitment we appreciate it uh but yeah it's <laughs> I think you know once you're a podcast listener it's funny where podcast listening fits in around work and parenting as well like yeah. I'm I'm impressed with how much you're absorbing because <laughs> the back button on my podcast app is my favorite button like I've worn it out oh. like what did they just say like what you know it's mine as well and like oh I might you know e- even if like the, the way our house is set up the kitchen separate from the living room so the kids will generally be in there while I'm maybe cooking dinner and mm-hmm. things in the evenings and so I can have you guys on on the Alexa in the background and the kids <laughs> will be watching Bluey on the telly and it gives me that space to sort of decompress after the day I, I, I can cook tea I can listen to you guys and if I'm very honest your your voices are very calming <laughs> <laughs> It's your that is not something we have heard accent. before, but thank you. <laughs> but it's like uh, it's become sort of like a bit of a comfort blanket for me. I can I can recap the episodes. I I feel like I'm I'm with friends talking about like oh yeah, I did notice all the tennis balls. What why do why do I see tennis <laughs> balls everywhere? And you know 
um, saying saying to my husband one day when when the kids are a bit older, can we visit Brisbane? <laughs> I need to do a bluey tour. <laughs> so, totally. You know, but it's like because a lot of even like the locations are actual locations in Brisbane uh, as well, aren't they? Yes. So, yeah. Which. Um, yeah, neither Kate and I, um, I, well, we, when we started the podcast, we both lived in Melbourne, which is at the kind of closer to the bottom end of Australia. Um, yeah. uh, and now Kate lives in Adelaide and I'm in Melbourne, but, uh, we both already, you know, had a real soft spot for Brisbane, but yeah, I'd, I'd say we're low key Brisbane obsessives now that we just associate it with bluey land. Like when I go there, I am instantly disappointed there's not more like walking talking dogs but <laughs> it is as beautiful uh in parts as um as the bluey kind of scenes yeah. suggest as well so yeah it's it's wor- come on down anytime louise <laughs> we'll meet you there yes please <laughs> so um I, it would be remiss of me if i didn't ask you personally what well i'm guessing you have many favorite bluey moments Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, That is correct. Um, (laughs) With each recap we do, and we've recapped um, like, uh, I think 140 episodes at this point, we actually pick our like kind of character of the episode, like we call it MVP, and then also the line of the episode. Um, But uh, uh, there. My favourite episode is the first episode I ever saw, which is Bike, which is all yeah. about, um, you know, it's Bandit in the park with a bunch of kids and they're all trying to do something and it's a struggle and it's about resilience basically. Yeah. Um, and even though episodes have gotten a lot flashier than that, a lot more, you know, deeply layered in meaning, um, that's still my favourite episode and I think it's because uh Within that episode, Bandit, um, when the kids are struggling, Bluey's instinct is to go and help Bingo, but Bandit sort of holds her back even and says, oh, let's just see where this goes. Um, And, yeah, that was a reminder I needed as a parent at that time. And you kind of feel like, you know, everyone gets the Bluey episode they need. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I think my favourite Bluey moments uh you know so many beautiful moments and funny moments but the ones that really land are the ones that actually show me something I kind I kind of need to do in my parenting because it is just there are no there are no guidebooks there's no you know one way to do things so it's yeah to have it suddenly just pop up in a beautiful animated um story is really useful actually so yeah (laughs) You? Can you answer that very difficult question, Louise? <laughs> well, I, I agree with you with Bike. I really love that episode. But I think I think the creek is probably mine. Um, mm-hmm. Just them being in, you know, really, really discovering nature and how yeah. beautiful it is and connecting with it. And the music in that episode is beautiful and we listen to the first bluey soundtrack all the time in the car Uh it's like the calming music (laughs) and so and so hearing the creek is beautiful like going on in the background of the car is (laughs) nice um Uh, but I think you know with bike as well for me it that really helped me with my second as well because instead of 
instead of jumping in and the same with my oldest she liked to jump in and show her what to do mm-hmm. you know allowing her to just sort of get on with it and I think that's that's made her and the youngest a lot more independent as well and it's sort yeah. of a nudge gentle nudge in the right direction isn't it that you know they're a lot more able and resilient than you actually think they are um but I think mm. that the moment that hit hardest for me was was that moment between Chili and Coco when you know Chili was finding it a bit difficult yeah um, so beautiful and she just had mm. that you know that moment with her her friend who said actually you know this it's it might seem hard right now but it gets so much better and and seeing Chili yeah. like, come to that realization that actually she could push through that barrier and find that connection with Bluey was um mm. was that that sort of moment and that, that she already was me. like that that simple message you're doing great like that's what yeah I you know yeah. you just wish you could tell every parent that like if you're trying you're already you know yeah you're exactly succeeding you're putting the effort yeah. in you're already yeah. doing great yeah mm. that that was yeah. that was perfect for me but um I unfortunately we are running out of time <laughs> Oh, it's just like an episode of Gotta Be Done. <laughs> I know. So, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for agreeing to join me today um, and joining uh-huh. me. Um, but it's honestly, it's been a dream come true having you um, on the podcast today and uh-huh. finally meeting you. Um, but yeah, uh-huh. I, um... Look, <laughs> lovely to be chatting it uh, because yeah, it's. You know, we started this our podcast in the chaos. Uh, the chaos continues. Um, <laughs> I love the concept of your podcast, Louise. And Thank um, you. yeah, like yeah, it it starts with just acknowledging the chaos, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then you can and, you start know, to make as, peace with it. Well, exactly. And you know, part of the premise as well is that you know it does. It takes that village to help raise a child, and we can all be part of someone else's village. And so now. Mary Bolling, you are part of the Mums Work and Chaos Village, so welcome. Ah, <laughs> oh, that that well, let me just start say you are doing great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, today. thanks for having me. Oh, and uh, thank you, listeners, for listening with us today. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to subscribe on all good podcasting outlets, including Spotify. Uh, Apple uh, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music and Google Podcast too. So we'll see you later. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode of Mum's Work and Chaos, please make sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting channel you're listening on at the moment. Or if you'd like to get involved, feel free to email me at mumsworkandchaos at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at mumsworkandchaos. See you then.